Hello, everybody. Good. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, start over. Oh, keep going. Keep going. Okay. Keep going. What's good, everybody? Yo, you yo, already yo, know yo. what time it is. Changing phases. We are back, baby. 2021. So it's been a long time coming. Uh we've had we had some, you know, some little things going on. So we were tied up, but we ain't forget about you. We ain't forget. We ain't forget. We've been working, we've been plotting, making some things shake out here, but yes. One of the things, so we actually uh, recorded a couple of different episodes um, that yeah. haven't been released, but it was interesting enough, and I'll let Nikki kind of go in on it, but we had an episode we planned on releasing around or before Valentine's Day, but around the same topic. So Nikki, please explain yeah. to the people what we're going to discuss today on the potty. Okay, so on the pod, welcome to my house party. Um, <laughs> what we're talking about is um, basically how we as individuals, not just you and I, but as a whole society, how we contribute to our own heartbreak. Mm. And then I also want to discuss why you and I are single. Mm. Mm. Lots to unpack here, and so much. <laughs> and we, and it's funny because when we did this first part, we actually discussed specifics in that. But yes. even just a few weeks after we recorded that, there is still more. Yes, <laughs> to unpack. No, for real, like yeah, it is so much more for both of us. Honestly, uh, mm-hmm. like to unpack with both of those subjects of yeah, this is this is gonna be fun slash deep slash. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so this is how we're going to start this off. So Nikki, I'm going to ask you. Uh-oh. So obviously we discussed this prior to Valentine's Day. So yes. I want to know like where your headspace is or where it was prior to Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, that weekend, that time. And then now where you stand post Valentine's Day as far as your mindset and thoughts on why you are single versus, you know, also, what? How have you contributed to your own heartbreak? Lord, I'm mercy. Um. So, okay, that was like three questions in one. So, I guess like before Valentine's Day, I was chilling. Like I was good. It was amazing. It was everything. Like you know, my my mental was there. Like I'm a strong, independent woman. I don't need nobody. You know, um, mm-hmm. that whole thing. And then Valentine's Day happened, and I was like. So long story short, I got sick on Valentine's Day. And love sick. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I I got actually sick, like uh, physically sick. Um my like I had I guess I got like a stomach virus or something that day. Um but long story short, like it made me realize like how single I was when like I had ordered something from um Instacart. Shout out to Instacart for leaving me hanging. Uh, but I ordered something from Instacart and they canceled my order. So, and we were supposed to have like a really big snowstorm the next day. So I literally like in the midst of having a stomach virus had to get up, put on clothes and go to the grocery store by myself. And it just made me realize how single I was. And I literally got like ticked thinking about it. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. there's nobody here that could help me like nobody. And it got me to thinking like, if I had somebody like this, wouldn't even be a thing. He would just go and get my stuff and then I'd be good. And so it like hit me like a ton of bricks, like Valentine's night. Um, and you know, it brought out, it triggered me. I ain't gonna lie. Like I, I'm not going to try to act like, you know, I'm a thug in this situation, but, uh, it, it did, it hit me hard. Cause, um, like when I was talking to my pastor about it, like last week, I was basically telling him like one thing that's really hard for me to wrap my mind around is knowing that I'm worthy of love, but not experiencing it. Mm, okay. And it, it hits hard because it's like when I felt really bad about myself, like when I didn't like myself and didn't like like was super insecure to think that you didn't deserve love was easy. So once you get out of that whole like, you know, murky water of insecurity and you start loving yourself and you start, you know, to see like who you are and what you deserve and things like that. But yet you still don't experience it. It's like 
it's what what is it because it's not it's not a it's something wrong with me type thing it's just literally like oh man this just sucks like flat out like there's no way around it it just sucks right um so i mean post valentine's day like i'm good i ended up buying myself some gifts my one of my top love languages is gifts so i bought myself some perfume i bought myself some jordans i bought myself Mm -hmm. a camera lens like i cashed out for myself um we saw the louis bag yeah i got myself a louis bag i got myself louis perfume like i literally Mm -hmm. cashed out for myself because if i ain't gonna do it who else who else will you know um but uh so i say all to say like i i I feel like i'm good i had a a, another moment last night it only hits me like certain times of the day that oh you're still single um but yeah so that that's kind of how i i am i didn't even try to like get a date or anything like that i wasn't really pressed i think i'm just used to being by myself at this point which isn't necessarily a good thing but it is what it is so even though we already recorded it like so how are you feeling pre and then on valentine's day and now post valentine's day Ooh. so in hindsight (laughs) uh, (laughs) it's very loaded now because at the time man your, your boy was optimistic yeah. <laughs> and now I'm pessimistic now. <laughs> no, um, I think pre-Valentine, I feel as if I was kind of going through the motions, but knowing that mm-hmm. <laughs> how I tend to get, you know, I fall, I fall in it for, for life. <laughs> yes. I dig myself in there. I just put myself in the in the little hole that is love. <laughs> um but, <laughs> Maybe not the best analogy, but we're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> but uh, I I tend to fall pretty easy and fast. Uh, so I guess one of my biggest things since last year has been kind of to have my guard up a little bit and to be you know protective of my feelings so that you know I don't give somebody all of me or you know a part of me that you know I feel like I you know put out there and makes myself vulnerable without any kind of return or, you know, give back. So it's a constant struggle because, you mm-hmm. know, I have my moments where I catch myself and I was like, ah, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but, then, <laughs> but then there's other times where it's like, okay, like you got to scale it back. You're doing a lot. So mm-hmm. it's been, you know, me trying to find that perfect footing, which is not easy. And I think pre- pre-Valentine's, I was doing a good job of it where I was, I felt like I had a good balance where I was still trying to be who I am and not like neglect, or it's not neglect, the word is not neglect, but I didn't want to go into any conversation or any dating with me being mm-hmm. left to myself or like holding back, but mm-hmm. also not giving, you know, the whole enchilada um, out <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. Um, <laughs> is that like a little Kim bar or something? But <laughs> don't give me the line. I don't even know. But either way, um, so I felt as if I was doing a good job of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, I was dating, mm-hmm. and I was looking forward to plans that weekend. And mm-hmm. things were on the up and up. I felt good. Things were like leaning in the right direction. Valentine's mm-hmm. Day weekend happened. Um, mm-hmm. there was a post conversation that occurred <laughs> mm-hmm. and essentially this person, you know, didn't think there was chemistry there. And okay. the thing I told you and I told, you know, my boys was mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest, I wasn't mad as much. I was as, at, <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> mad I was as much at the, the action of uh-huh. telling me and, you know, saying, Hey, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. But I was just mad at the timing. Like, yeah, there's no way that you discovered <laughs> that weekend that uh, this wasn't it. And that's what I said to you that she knew beforehand that right. she wasn't feeling you. And ladies, <laughs> ladies, if you are listening, ladies, stop doing that. Stop it. Ooh. If you want to have a Valentine, be your own Valentine. Do not waste somebody's money. Don't do not waste somebody's time. Stop mm-hmm. doing that. It ain't cute. 
we grown. It I don't like that. Like normally yes, I be riding, I be riding for women so hard because I'm not that kind of woman. Like it, like I just said, I sat here by myself on Valentine's Day instead of wasting somebody's son's money and time and you know, wrapping somebody's feelings up. I got so ticked when you told me that. I'm like, give me your number. Like I because I I don't like that. In in the same way that we don't like to feel used and abused when guys take advantage of us, we have got to stop taking advantage of men. Period. Like I don't like that. I don't like mm. it at all. Amen. Y'all heard it first. She can come see me for real. Uh-huh. <laughs> She'll be outside. You know I don't play when it comes to you. So like <laughs> literally, she can come see me. I don't I don't like that at all. I don't care who it is. I don't like that. Don't play with people's feelings. If you're not feeling them, either, you know what I'm saying, ghost them. I know that ain't necessarily the right thing to do, yeah. but like leave them alone or be honest with them. Period. Like I don't like that, but sorry. No, you That's, good. Was... You good. But on, on that same conversation of ghosting, so um, mm-hmm. I have my own thoughts on ghosting and how to go about that. Um, mm-hmm. A little deviation from from this conversation, particularly, but I was interested since you brought it up. Yeah. Like, all right. Let's say you are dating somebody, you are engaging with them, and we mm-hmm. talk about you know sometimes we have been active in our own heartbreak and doing stuff, so. What are some of the things that you have done that have caused you to break your own heart as opposed to maybe <laughs> someone you were dating to break? How much, how much time you got? Um, <laughs> I can I could just think of one situation in particular of somebody that I was stuck on for a very long time for. I mean, I ain't gonna say for no reason because there was a reason. But um, this person's uh well this man's actions didn't match what he was saying to me mm-hmm. and I followed the actions versus following the words so it's like a you know I'm not looking for a relationship right now or um and you know in in our situation it was a little bit different but basically he had told me that he wasn't trying to move forward but our interactions didn't change so everything about our interactions stayed the same but he had made the statement like, you know, I basically like he, he didn't want to be in a relationship with me. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, well, in my mind, because nothing about our interactions changed with each other. It's like, well, if we first set out like talking and getting to know each other and dating each other, if we're still dating, what are, it, it was just confused. I, I, I was confusion. Um, it it was just like a very weird space to be in because like I said, on the one hand, he's like, I'm not trying to do this, but yet still pursued me. And Mm. I should have just listened to the words that he said. Cause I, I basically, I will take responsibility for it, even though he was an active participant in it that I strung myself along because I didn't have to be, I didn't have to be a part of it. Like was he also to blame? Sure, absolutely. But was I also did I play a part in it as well? Heck, yeah. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, looking back at it, I'm just like I should have let that go a long, 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 long time ago. And I didn't. And then like previously the uh, another former relationship, this guy was cheating every opportunity he got the chance to cheat and would literally like snot and cry on his knees in the gravel and Ooh. you know apologize when he got caught and I, I i just literally like his his driveway was gravel and he was on his knees and i'm like this can't be this can't be fun um so i'm like he must mean it because you know who's who, who kneels in gravel and cries like i i don't know anybody who does that it, that ain't honest and then just turn around and do it again so it's like if i i feel like the first time that it happened i should have just like shut it down and not thought like oh you know couples go through things because cheating is not something that couples should go through mm-hmm. uh i it, well for me personally everybody different but for me it's a it's i have zero tolerance for it now but i stuck around longer than what i should have yet again so now i feel like that's probably why i'm as, as single as i am because everything is just so no no nonsense now for me because when i give chances when i give you know, different opportunities, I get disappointed. So I just put myself in a position to not be disappointed no more. Mm. What about you? What, what, what role do you play in Aaron's heartbreak? Uh, well, <laughs> I spoke about it earlier, Yeah, <laughs> but and I, have, I have some questions. Well, go ahead. And then I have some questions. I actually took notes in my phone when you was talking. Mm, okay. Notes. So 
in my side of things, I feel like, you know, you guys know, uh, I fall, I fall hard. I'm either yes. all the way in, two feet in, or I'm two feet out. There's never like a in between. There's never like, you know, guard your heart. Just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you say, you say certain words or your actions or certain actions occur. I'm mm-hmm. all the way in now. And now I'm stuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, you know, in some ways, I love that about myself because mm-hmm. at least it lets me know that I can still feel that way and I can still be involved and I can still give, you know, all my attention and all my energy into, mm-hmm. you know, another person. So in some ways that that's reassuring in that factor, but it seems like obviously when you do that, you open yourself up to be hurt. And it's like, it's inevitable. Like it's never going to be a perfect, you know, you're not ever going to just like perfectly time out who you give your energy to. You right. might give somebody who you thought deserved it and then they didn't or whatever the case may be but the only way to kind of go through it is is to go through it essentially i mean (laughs) um to get through it to go through it whatever you you want to say but for me i think that's kind of my that's been my achilles heel when it's come to relationships like i've maybe invested too much too early but that's just how i am like i'm a planner I, yeah. I like to, you know, see things play itself out, but I also like to know or have an idea how they're going to play themselves out. So I ask a lot of questions mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm always curious about things that I may not always ask, but that's just because I'm preparing. Right. Because like, I'm not necessarily every person I meet, am I like, oh, this is going to be my wife. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, every person that I do give time to, I'm giving time to as if this person is going to be my girlfriend or this person is someone that's going to have some type of access to me. So okay. I don't know that it's still, again, still figuring out the balance of that, but I'm getting better at least trying to see the signs and kind of trusting my gut in certain situations. Okay. I, I feel you. <laughs> um, so one of the questions that I have for you is, so when you fall, right? Mm-hmm. When you are enthralled by somebody, <laughs> is, it, is it that you are... Are you in love with the idea of being in love? Or are you in love with that person? So I would say both. It's been both sides. I think more okay. so now. I am. I think before I would. I would definitely say you know, I don't know how long ago, but you know, fairly recent. Maybe even as recent as last year, early last year, maybe year before that. I definitely would date folks and then I would kind of create this narrative for them or a story for them mm-hmm. where it would be like, they may have certain qualities about them for sure. But in my mind, I wrote the, like, it might've been, for, put it this way. If, if this whole, if their whole being is a, a paragraph, mm-hmm. <laughs> they may have the opening line mm-hmm. and I'm over here writing the rest of the details of, of the, of the story here. So, for example, like somebody, I I could be talking to somebody and they might mention they love R&B music or say, Mm -hmm. oh, I love going to concerts or like something like that. And I take that and I run with it where I'm like, oh, you love live music. Oh, like, damn, that's meant to be. I like live music too. Damn, this is meant to be. Like, you you really are (laughs) checking off all my boxes because now I'm like, well. I was like, how many people I know have these same qualities that I look for or whatever? So now I'm like filling in, you know, non-negotiables and things like, well, okay, this could work for me. Oh yeah. Like this person likes this. Or I could get to, yeah. I could get used to liking that or doing this. So I used to take things and kind of just run with it. Yeah. And what I've tried to do at least recently um, is let things play out kind of ask questions that gets to get to know people better for who they are um Mm, that i could take that at a a holistic view and be like okay cool and that doesn't just happen over one conversation like i do believe in first impressions i do believe Mm -hmm. in in chemistry and i do believe you know conversation and things like that um and i know me and i'm starting to learn more about myself too in that I kind of gravitate towards people that have just like talents that I don't have or things that I admire in folks in general. And I also tend to gravitate to people who have a lot of just like 
hyper energy or good energy where they laugh. They're kind of just like, you know, they could joke around. They're, you know, not too hard on themselves. Like mm-hmm. they're, you know, don't really, you know, they're very confident. So we could have back and back. We could joke around and it's never like anything lost. Like I don't have to think about if I say something to you and I'm mm-hmm. joking around, how you're going to take that or you're going right. to take it in a negative way. If you could, if I could dish it out and you could take it, like that's just, for me, it's something that I also gravitate to. It makes it easier for me to be who I you. am to be comfortable. So, yeah, it makes it easier for you to be you. Exactly, exactly. I just realized something when you were when you were speaking. Um, <laughs> we are, I found something that we are exact opposites on. Very rare to find this, but um, <laughs> when you were saying like you can, somebody, you see their opening sentence and then you write the rest of the paragraph. Mm-hmm. I'm the opposite. It's like, I see that opening sentence and I'm trying to edit that opening sentence. Like, mm, this is why I wouldn't work. Like as soon as <laughs> it's like the complete opposite, where it's like, you take this person. It's like, for example, okay. The R and B music thing be like a guy like, Oh, I like R and B music. And I'm like, mm, well, he probably do this, 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 and this, and this is why it ain't gonna work. Like instead of me being like, "Oh, we have this in common, that in common, this is common," I don't know when I became this person. I don't like it. I'm be honest with you, because like I, I didn't, I wasn't always like this. But I don't know if I'm just so tired of being disappointed that mm. it's just like people are just so disappointing, though. Like well, the thing about that too is like wh- how you feel and how I feel. They're mm-hmm. both not very good. <laughs> What? <laughs> they're, they're both not. <laughs> they're not, not in the middle <laughs> places to be in. Like we're on the different sides of the the uh, yes. pendulum, but there's literally we try and get to this middle ground, but we literally the furthest away. Yes. Like, and I used to be like that, like how you were. Like I would paint a whole picture. I would test out, you know, like in my mind, like what his last name would sound like with my first name, all of the above. Like, and it could be like after the first conversation, but now I'm just like literally like it could be somebody who is genuinely interested in me and as soon as they like show interest I'm like what do you want because Mm -hmm. I have dealt with so many people that literally honestly just want sex because they see how I'm shaped they see Instagram they think that like you know the way that I'm dressed on there or anything like that it 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 means something and it's like y'all this is it's work for me that's how I look at it like Right. If you you know me and and a lot of people who listen know me, I'm probably in leggings or joggers, ninety percent. I'm literally in it right now. Yeah. And same. like joggers, when I wear not leggings, uh-huh. <laughs> I said same joggers, not leggings. Well, uh, I would hope you wouldn't be in leggings. <laughs> <laughs> but like to me, I look at like you know my Instagram and the stuff and YouTube and the stuff that I wear. It's kind of like a work uniform. It ain't no different than like somebody who work at McDonald's. They got to put on a uniform. That's what this is. But guys, I understand y'all are visual people. Y'all see something and y'all mind just goes so many places. But when people, when guys like approach me, I just it's just so hard to not already have a picture painted of what somebody wants. Mm-hmm versus like just giving them a fair chance and then I feel like every single time I give one of those fair chances they quickly prove to me why I shouldn't have (laughs) that's the tough part because it's like that's what I'm trying to figure out myself is like who do you give the chance yes not but then on the on the crazy side of it well not crazy side but I say on the flip side of it I've been in situations where I may date somebody or, or talk to somebody and then realize, or they have, may have showed any, everything that I was looking for as far as like responding or mm-hmm. responding to like the energy that I'm giving off or was putting mm-hmm. off. And then I realized like I'm maybe not that interested in them or I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't feel the same or, you know, it, this isn't the person for me. So then yeah. it's like you have both sides of the coin. So, for me, I, I look at it almost sometimes like I joke around like it's karma <laughs> for all the times that I had somebody that was giving me what I was looking for. And then I still was like, mm. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel it. So but what I was going to ask you with that is mm-hmm. where how do you kind of juggle or navigate the waters of. You want somebody to give you a certain type of energy, so mm-hmm. you're not going to settle, 
But mm-hmm. at the same time, there may be people that are out there giving you that energy or willing to give you that energy and you, you know, kind of nitpick at them or say like, oh, certain things I'm not really vibing with. So you maybe, you know, ignore them or kind of put them off. Mm-hmm. Where, how do you navigate <laughs> those waters to figure out like, is it me just being too picky about somebody? Um, or is it me just knowing my worth or, you know, me just knowing what I like and what I want? So that's a really good question. And the reason I like, I just had a similar conversation with one of my friends the other day because so, okay. There's a guy who's been like really flirty, right? We've known each other for years. He flirts oh, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is Uh-oh. this the person that uh, told you a secret and said, I like you? No. <laughs> 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 no no that that was somebody completely different Ooh, another one yeah, another, another one, one. You know, never mind we're we not gonna go there. <laughs> we'll talk about that one afterwards um but no this this particular individual like we are cool um i think we like tried to talk way back in the day and it didn't go anywhere and then like we reconnected and it's like our conversation is like kind of flirty or whatever And like a few times it got like, I don't know, to me, it went like the sexual route, which I'm like, Mm. yeah, don't do nothing for me. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I'm like, uh, like, you know what I'm saying? I told him like, I don't like how you came at me. He apologized. And I'm like, you know, the best apology is a changed action. And he changed or whatever. So recently, like I was, you know, thinking maybe this might be somebody that I could pursue or whatever. And when I talked to one of my friends, she was like, well, shoot your shot. And I'm like, I really don't have anything to lose. Shot my shot. And it's like, my shot is still hanging on the rim. And my thing is, it's like when you giving me the energy that like you're interested and then I bring up if you're interested and then you just kind of leave it there, you're making me not interested now. Mm. So it's like to answer your question, I don't know the happy medium of it because like my, I don't, I literally I, I need somebody to write a book about it because like, where's Steve Harvey when you need him? Mm-hmm. I don't understand <laughs> what, what the parameters of things should be. Cause I feel like if I would have let those like sexual innuendo slide, then it's like all of a sudden, will he think that that's the route of which things are going? Mm-hmm. But it's like, then I shut it down and it's like, well, does he think that I'm not interested in him because I shut it down? So it's like, am I sending mixed signals? Is he sending mixes? Mm. Are we both sending mixes? Like it's it's so ghetto out here. Like God, can you just husband me, please? Like can you just literally just give them to me or give me to him at this point? Because like I I don't get it, and I am getting so like impatient with the 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 back and forth and the games and things like this. Like Lord, if he ain't it, like let's just move forward, and that's it. So I don't know the answer. But maybe you can help me, Iyanla, fix my life. I don't know. Somebody make it make sense. <laughs> nah, that's see. So I'm asking you because I'm hoping somebody can give me the answer. Now we both don't have the answer. <laughs> so my thing is, is, like if a if a girl shot her shot with you, right? Now mm-hmm. I, I, let's get clarity. This has nothing to do with the subject for real. But since we're here, let's let's talk about it. If a girl shot her shot with you, and basically, you know was like, I'm interested in you. I'm interested in getting to know you better and, you know, maybe pursuing something. And you say like, oh, I wish we would have pursued something when you lived closer. Mm. And then say like, uh, and so I'm like, so is distance a a, a deal breaker? No, nah, I just wish we would have, you know, pursued something when we lived closer. Mm. What? And then go on to, and then like in future conversations, go on as if like that conversation never happened. That's why I say like the ball is still up on the rim. Like it's, it's like the, uh, was the Kawhi Leonard shot. It's just double doinking as we speak. (laughs) And is it going to go in or is it going to go out? I just, I just need to know. Cause if it's up to me at this point, I'm blocking my own shot. Like I'm just going to go ahead and tip it out. Nah, I think, so I've been guilty of this. Um, I can only speak for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't speak for other gentlemen out there that are listening to this episode. But I used to be one of those kind of no, like gray area mm-hmm. men in the sense of 
if someone gave showed interest in me and let's say I had maybe I'd never you know occurred to me you know the idea of us or dating mm-hmm. or anything like that for me it takes me a little while so like if someone had, let's say not not someone I know but let's mm-hmm. say someone I never thought of in that route right mm-hmm. approaches me and is like hey I'm interested like I would like to date you whatever the case is mm-hmm. I'm the person that has to think about everything and then yes, I process this because not to say that because I haven't thought about it doesn't mean that this can't be a situation because mm-hmm. it's like for whatever reason, the reason why I may have thought of it is because I didn't think I had a shot. It could be that, or it could be just mm-hmm. like, you know, something I just never considered because mm-hmm. we've either had certain interactions that didn't lead me to believe that you felt mm-hmm. this way. So like I have to break down everything in my mind. So like when someone comes at me, I, I might be attracted to them or I might think they're attractive. Right. But it takes a little bit more for me to really know if like, all right, should I pursue this or should I not? So I kind of operate in a gray area where like I would engage them more because they were interested in me to mm-hmm. get to see if I have the same kind of reciprocation towards them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like when it comes to, you know, finding out if someone who's what their intentions are, you got to ask him like straight up because for him to give you that answer to me just tells me that like he he likes the idea that you're interested in him. He probably enjoys having a conversation with you. I'll probably have a little vibe, but it doesn't sound like he's in a hurry to make any real action. That's what so I say. He He's either just sitting here letting the time expire and just like, if it expires, it does. Right. But best believe initially, if you kind of pull away or you start doing your own thing, he might try to come super hard as far as hitting you up, blowing you up. Like it might be extra attention. And you're like, Oh, this is weird. You show me all yeah. the love now that I stopped hitting you up. But it comes to the whole idea that some dudes need that kind of reassurance or that kind mm-hmm. of like, all right, I need to know that I still got it. Or I need to know that, um, I, like chicks still like me and stuff like yeah. that. I guess my, but see, it, I guess it does kind of tie into the conversation because, like for me it it contributes to the how do you contribute to your own heartbreak part so it's like if i just sit here and like to me a mixed signal is a definite and i don't know if everybody sees it that way but it's like if Mm. you are bar if if you (laughs) if, if you giving me grayscale to me, uncertainty means that you are certain that you are not interested. That's to me. And yeah. granted, that could be the me that has experienced having to uh, break my own heart by sticking around too long in the situation. Mm-hmm. So at the at the at the introduction of the murkiness of this water, I'm like, mm, I dip my toe in. I don't like it. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go to some other water that's clear. Like so, to me, like uncertainty equals disinterest so i have an interesting kind of uh response to that so i do think yes to your to your i think you should feel that way i think you should approach it that way Mm -hmm. but i do from speaking from experience again i can't speak about anybody else except mine right i also like it's been interesting especially now that i've you know dating in a panoramic has been mm-hmm. interesting because now that I've been on these these apps, it's mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's it's di- it's a, just a different way of dating that I'm not used to, right? Yeah. So, it, for a perfect example, um, when I was on one of the apps, I was talking to somebody, and we had a great vibe. Like everything was cool. Like there was great communication back and forth. Like everything was straight, and like I actually like things progressed. Like exchange numbers everything was cool but Mm -hmm. the thing where i kind of like hesitate is i don't i try not to rush the or i try not to jump the gun because that's where i've been i've been that dude gotten or fallen in too fast but at the same time like i don't want to offend anyone or someone that i'm talking to by moving that fast so Mm -hmm. not offend but like make someone feel awkward or feel you know weird about it so I've been in the gray area sometimes in in dealing with people or talking to people because I I don't know how they feel yet. So I'm not ready to, you know, fully, you know, express how I feel towards them. 
right. or I, I don't feel comfortable just being my full who I am because mm-hmm. I'm not sure how you're going to take that or if you're even feeling this. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, like everything is leading to that, but I've also been led astray before. Yeah. So no, I have a question. So I've, and you, it's not necessarily a healthy practice, but mm-hmm. it put me at ease because in a lot of situations it's worked out. Right. But I've been in situations like that where I've kind of slow played it mm-hmm. and the the person I was talking to was just like, yo, are you like, wait, are we going to be pen pals? Like, where is this right. going? <laughs> what is this? So that what has, is all you, that's all you have to say to me. Cause now I know where you coming from. Now I right. know that at least you interested, like I already, you're already interested in me. So that's saying a lot. Yeah. But now I could turn it up and now I could actually feel confident that, okay, what I'm doing is, you know, it's not falling on deaf ears and yes. this is actually going somewhere. So I've done the slow play and been in the gray area. Mm-hmm. I've been lucky enough to have, you know, people that have said back to me, like, yo, like, it, like, what is this going, blah, blah, blah. And like, again, to me, that at least lows that you're interested. So I could at least take it a step further and I could, you know, be more of who I am and be mm-hmm. comfortable with making moves because at least I know I have your interest right now. Right. And that's how I felt. Like, let me be the one to take the, uh, I don't even know what word you would use, but like, let me take the, not awkwardness, but like the unsureness. Mm. What's the, another word for that? I don't know. But let me be the one to uncertainty. take the, yeah, <laughs> uncertainty, I guess. Like, let me be the one to take the uncertainty off the table. If he wasn't sure if I was interested, like I don't have nothing to lose by saying I'm interested in somebody. Like yeah. I don't, you know, I, it didn't, it didn't do anything to me to admit that. Right. But it's like, then when you kind of like drop the ball, it's like, well, then I'm not really that interested no more. <laughs> like, yeah. and I wish I wasn't wired that way, but it's just like, I, I only can give so much attention to a certain situation before I'm just like, mm, yeah, no. Nah. And I mean, we still cool. Like I think we've talked a few other times, but I don't think I've really initiated much conversation since. And um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I ain't really tripping about it, but I just thought it was a, a interesting little touch point because we're talking about, you know, this subject. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's ghetto out here. That's all I can say. <laughs> it's so ghetto. It is so ghetto. No, it, I mean, it, it's tough, but I'm still, we are all still navigating. I feel like for me, at least on the, the post valentine's day like people got their head on straight again people could think mm-hmm. clearly <laughs> yeah have have the pressures of a of a man-made holiday right you know looming over them um but i think for me like the steps i've taken now uh and trying to you know not be the reason for my own heartbreak is just to be realistic for for one i think having better uh <laughs> ideas and better you know setting better like not better goals but saying realistic goals tangible things that I think I could achieve when it comes to dating or getting to know somebody but mm-hmm. all protecting myself I think is fair too because it's like you don't want to waste anybody else's time and you don't want to waste yours oh. so at least like you gotta be sure you gotta be sure about what you want and what you're looking for because when the time comes you don't want to you know obviously you know have a back and forth or be you know in this gray area so for mm-hmm. me it's been like all right be sure about my intentions or where it comes yeah. to and the thing that i think i have to work on more but i do recognize it is just having those difficult conversations where it's like this ain't it or it's not going there and mm-hmm. i feel like because now we we're in the app world we're not necessarily going out as much mm-hmm. if like I've done I've done the ghosting. I've done the ghosting like Oh yeah. Just call I've, me. I've had conversations and been like, mm, <laughs> I am <laughs> like that response. <laughs> this that didn't sit right with me. Or you've had a conversation with somebody and it's like pulling teeth to get them to say anything. And I'm I, like, yo, it's like it's it's easier when you're in person because you have real-time reaction to conversation and they can't hide nowhere. Like you in front of them. So they got to be something, right? And like, yeah. granted, that could still go bad. But at least when you're in front of them, you know exactly what's going on because they can't hide behind 
camera or some technology. But when you talk to somebody and you try and get to know them, it's like, you know, like people are so like the new buzzword is like, oh, like don't, you know, just text me to death. Don't like what you used to say with the jail writing. <laughs> Write me oh, yeah. what, what did I used to call that? <laughs> no, nah, you ain't call it, but you call it something else. But yes. Even when it comes to stuff like that, where it's like, Yo, like, don't write me death, but it's like, how else am I supposed to get to know you? Like, I'm asking you questions because I'm specifically trying to learn about you, but you trying to fit everything, you trying to fit the whole dating process into, like, a day or two yeah. and make a decision there. I'm like, that's unfair. I mean, in some cases, like, yes, you get a, a vibe from somebody you kind of know, mm-hmm. but, like, how am I supposed to really know anything about you if, like, you're not <laughs> saying anything or you're not elaborating or not putting no effort into it? So, like, listen... Listen, communication is an art and it is a very like underappreciated art. I I just pulled up my Bumble app because I want to give y'all a a literal (laughs) example of how ghetto dating is. All right. I uh, matched with a guy and, you know, we got to talking about Uno because he had something in his uh, bio about how he can beat anybody in Uno. And I'm like, yeah, no. So, you know, that just to show like my personality and things like that. So he's like, how's your day going? I said, my day was great. How was yours? He said, mine was good. Just got home from the gym. I said, nice. What did you work on in the gym? He says, I was in my office today. I own a marketing firm. Gym tomorrow though. What? So so did he lie about the gym? (laughs) (laughs) What? I I literally sent a screenshot to one of my friends like, am I tripping? Is it me? Did did I? What? (sighs) So when I say when we dating in a panini and this is the kind of stuff that we got to deal with, I don't, I literally just haven't responded. Like he wrote me again. It's like, Hey, how's your evening? Uh-uh. No. Cause you already showed me everything I need to see. You, you can't even communicate. You already lying. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to lie yeah. about the damn, what else you going to lie? Are you lying about the marketing firm? Like, I just got questions. <laughs> you see how I say like, I can get an opening sentence and I can go ahead and, you know what I'm saying? Tell the rest of the story in a different way. Like, yeah. I just, I just, I mean, is it that difficult to communicate to somebody? Hey, I think I like you. Give me the opportunity to find out. <laughs> okay, let's do that. And then you do that. And then you see one way or another, whether you like each other or not. And if you don't, it's okay to not communicate anymore mm-hmm. without somebody getting their feelings hurt. Right. I, I have been ghosted. I am a master ghoster because I feel like I do not owe anybody an explanation, especially like if you've done something to me that I feel like I just don't need to communicate anymore on. Um, I don't have to explain myself. I pay the phone bill. So if I choose not to answer or choose not to use it, that's my choice. And this is coming from somebody who has been ghosted. So it's like, I don't care personally, but I don't think that, I owe anybody an explanation that if I'm not feeling it, like I just ain't feeling it and I can move on about my life. You can do your own soul searching to figure out what you need to change for your next relationship. That's not my job. Mm. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) No, (laughs) I I, I feel you. You're absolutely right. I also think too, because (laughs) I, I do think people just be like sitting on the app, like with really, with no regard with what they want. They just hear. And I think people just need to establish what what they're doing because people be on here and you know, they like whatever you might connect with somebody, you might chat with somebody, but it's like, you're not doing anything else. You're not giving anything to, you know, like you're not being active in this kind of discovery. Like if we both Mm -hmm. get to know each other, it shouldn't be like a one way street. Like I shouldn't just be quizzing you and Mm -hmm. respond. Like it needs to be some kind of retort. You gotta have like, Show a little personality, like my God. If you, please express some interest in what you like, right. <laughs> like I remember talking to somebody specifically, and I was literally like, "What do you do?" Like you know, whatever. And <laughs> um, they were just like, "Oh, I, I work at, whatever the job was. I work in miscellaneous jobs." So I was like, "Okay, like how did you get into that? Is that your passion?" Like I'm trying to just like learn a little bit, and it yeah. was just like, "Nah." So I'm like, okay, like, what is your passion? Like, what are you passionate about? Right. It's like, you know, Obviously not communication. Like, you know, like, this is what I'm passionate about. Like, but it wasn't like anything, no description. So I'm like, yeah. all right, do you even want to talk? Like, why are you on this app? Because clearly you're not trying to, like, talk. 
Like, what are you here for? Are you trying to do a little shaboinking or like, what, how how are you moving out here? Because I cannot tell. Like, you match with me. You're the one that reached me. <laughs> like, I feel like I feel like for God, like for me dealing with guys, it's the opposite. Like sometimes guys be like over communicative. Like, and I oh I I remember what it was. It's prison talk. That's what it is. Prison talk. That's what I called it. Oh, yeah, there you go. Prison talk. And it it's just the fact of like, you just need somebody in that moment to have a conversation with. So you have the conversation and to them, it's innocent. It's just, you know, I need, I needed somebody to converse with right now. And this person is giving me attention. So I'll do it. But they're, they have no, they have no plans for the conversations. They have no goals. They have no nothing. It's just, it just is what it is. And, um, I, it's a lot of guys on here that are prison talking. Now, granted, some of these apps, these men that snuck their phones in jail and they literally are prison talking. That's a whole, <laughs> whole nother conversation that we don't need to have right now. But it's, I, I just want, I just, I really just want to get it right with one guy. Like, I just want one to stick and it'd be like, Oh, this, this, this makes sense. Like, this is why none of the other ones ever worked out. This is my person. Like we just get each other. Obviously I know it ain't going to be perfect, but like, it'll be perfect for me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I, Oh, cause this trial and error is taxing. Like you already have to deal with being single in, in the panoramic, but mm -hmm. it's like you deal so much with yourself on a solo basis that sometimes, you know, being left alone with your thoughts by yourself ain't always the healthiest thing. And then you deal with like rejection on top of that in whatever mm -hmm. form that it comes in, whether it's, you know, nobody showing interest or, you have something going and it doesn't go the right way. Like it's just, it's a lot to have to deal with that. I don't think people that aren't in our situations realize, but it's just, it literally is just ghetto. It's tacky and I don't like it. Zero out of 10 would not recommend. <laughs> no, I feel you, but I don't, I don't want the, the potty to end on, oh, on this note. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, I we are jaded. Let, let's just call spade oh, a spade. Listen, we we are we are a little. I'd say I'm I'm a little jaded, um, but you know I'm still like holding on to that little thing. Yes, <laughs> it's so hope it's, it's, <laughs> that things okay. are gonna go in different direction. So to to end and to put the cherry on top of the mm -hmm. party today, mm -hmm. for you specifically, <laughs> what gives you hope? Ugh. Or optimism that things will turn the way you exp or you would like as far as dating. Is there anything that you've seen that you know of that gives you hope that you know you could find somebody or you could you know have healthy dating uh, with different people as you kind of continue to discover more about yourself and prevent your own heartbreak? <sighs> Lori Harvey. I'm just saying, hey, I'm just saying, go girl, do you. Um, I I don't know if it's necessarily anything that I've seen or anything, but I it's just like a feeling that I have inside. It's still something that I want and no matter all the situations that I go through, it's still something that I want. And I feel like it's also something that I'm going to have. I just don't know when that is going to occur. Mm. That's, that's the piece of it. Um, but I, I am still a hopeful romantic. I'm just, you know, it's just deep within now. And I, I want to bring her out. I want to let all of these walls that I've built up down and I want to let somebody in and all of the above. I still, I still have hope. Like, I, mm. I don't know how else to put it. I like, I just still have hope. I still know that I have a lot of love to give somebody and I really want like my guy to do life with and just everyday life. I, I know it's, it, I know it's coming. I guess I'm just a little, uh, I'm just a little jaded with the, the, the process to get there. That's all. Nah, what I just want to let you know, do your whole yes. testimony just now. I may have thought of three or four different songs. I was singing. Uh, I was singing in the Ari, There's hope in my head. <laughs> uh, I don't even think I've ever heard that. 
No, but uh, for me, I would say my optimism comes from just seeing a lot of my friends and, and family in healthy relationships or, or, you know, with the people they love or getting married, stuff like that. That mm-hmm. stuff gives me hope. Low-key, the occasional rom-com also makes me feel at ease with life. Even though it's a false, a false narrative, it makes me feel good. So right. forget what everybody else says. <laughs> um, but to be honest, uh, for me, I guess where, where my opti- sorry, my optimism lies is that I realize more so now that like I can't compromise who I am as a person, and Mm-mm. I'm starting to get more comfortable with understanding and accepting that people don't have to like you just because you're a good person in the sense of that doesn't you know mean that you know everybody is supposed to like you or you're supposed to like everyone's supposed to just be in love with you like Mm -hmm. that's not the case and i have to get more comfortable with that because as someone that doesn't like or take rejection as well as i maybe should i think that that's something you have to realize about yourself is like you know, like, you're not meant for everybody. Like, you're not everybody's cup of tea. And that's just life. Like, if you were just for everybody, like, you'd be in the streets, like, straight right. up. <laughs> um, so I feel as if, for me, I've gotten a lot more comfort in that. I I, I've, I know that I'm a good person. I know that I'm a good man. Yep. But I also know that that doesn't automatically mean that everyone's supposed to just like me or supposed to, you know, be interested in me and, and mm-hmm. romantically in that way. So with that kind of being reassured, like it's helped me have a better outlook on dating because it tells me that like, all right, cool. Like you are who you are. And like, you're not going to just be a chameleon when it comes to like dating different people and just become them. Like I would never want to be that person. So yeah, it's like you stand on who you are. You stand on your, your morals, you stand on your principles. And if someone's feeling it, then like, you don't have to do nothing. You could literally just be who you are. You don't have to change anything. Like, of course, we can always improve as people, but the core roots of you, if you know that they are stable and those are strong, you shouldn't have to um, negotiate or change those for anybody. So that just gives me a little hope. I feel like, um, and this is something that I want to discuss on the live with you and our our audience, but I saw, because it made me think of it when you were speaking. And of course, you know, I always think of it, if it's not me, it's you, think of the good stuff when it's about to end. But (laughs) Um, I saw this meme that said something to the effect of um, women get approached by a Russell Wilson every day and they curve him. Mm, I just see that post. (laughs) And I made a whole, I made a whole post about it on Facebook because I'm like, I'm so tired of this narrative that like, I took it as like the nice guy over getting overlooked. And it's like, you're supposed to be a nice guy. Like it's that to me, giving giving somebody a chance just because they're a nice guy is like giving extra credit for getting your name right on the paper or on the test you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying like to me that's a prerequisite i'm a nice person i'm a nice woman so that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that every guy that i come across is going to be interested because i'm nice like and i just feel like i want to discuss this actually i'm gonna leave this as like a cliffhanger because i want to discuss it on the live Cause I want to hear other people's opinion. Actually, I, I really don't want to hear other people's opinions. But, uh, <laughs> if I'm being honest, because there were some guys that came on my status and I'm like, I didn't ask you like, this was, this was my, this was my time. But um, I would like for others to hear my opinion. How about that? So when we, <laughs> when we do the live, I want to talk about this, but you know, before we wrap up, I want to hear your thoughts on it. Nah, I, so I did see that. Uh, someone we know posted something, in like the similar regards that on, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, my thoughts on that. And I think, I think the statement alone, like we talked, we just talked about it. Like, I think we are aligned in the idea of that just because you're not like, that's shouldn't have to be like a, that's not like a, a talent or something like that makes you different or stand out. Like you should, right. be nice. that should be like pre like a pre-written requirement. Like you should come, as a good person mm-hmm. <laughs> you shouldn't have to you know that be like oh my god he's such a good person like as a quality right. like maybe if you're like you know going to uh third world countries and you're feeding the homeless and doing stuff like that like maybe right. you're, you're the extension of that for sure but like everyone should be a generally good person 
Like, just, just be a good person. Be a good human. Just yes. Do do the right thing. <laughs> um, so that shouldn't be necessarily like oh, like a, a super characteristic. But I, I think where the issue may come in, and this is me playing devil's advocate, is that mm-hmm. there is there's a lot. There's some people that could get on social media and they can get in their little bag and be like. There's no good men out here. Like, there's no good yeah. people, or whatever. That's where I have issue with because it's like, no, there is good people. Like, mm-hmm. you just not you for whatever reason you just not find them. Like, right. I, that's the only issue I have when like in comparison to saying like, oh, there's a lot of Russell Wilsons. Like, yeah, there's a lot of good dudes out there. Yep. Like, you could say, okay, like there is good dudes out there, but maybe I'm not attracted to you know Russell Wilson. Maybe I like right. another type of good dude. Yeah. But when people do outwardly complain about there's not good dudes out here, that's where I, I take offense to her. It's like, no, that's not like, mm-hmm. w- like, first of all, I think we all got to figure out what's wrong, not wrong with us, but like improve on ourselves and come yep. as, as whole as we can be. It starts at home. To a situation before we start anything, because if you have your own issues, if you know I, you have things you got to work on and you blaming other people for that, yep. you're never going to fill that void or you're never gonna you know become better you're always gonna remain in that same level mm-hmm. because you're just gonna be stagnant and stuck right. on what what woulda coulda shouldas <laughs> no, and that's you're gonna blame it on everybody else so that's my only issue with the when people you know say like oh like I, I have that's when people say the whole Russell Wilson thing that's the only thing I really have an issue with if you're like one of those people that are outwardly complaining about dudes or saying like dudes ain't this dudes ain't that Mm-hmm. but like if there are dudes there are dudes out there for sure it's just mm-hmm. like where are you doing to attract those type of dudes like right not saying that it's all on that person but at the sure. same time you are you know what you project like that's what you receive most of the time see that's that's the one that's the one i don't agree with mm. because i don't think i put out what i've <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I don't know where these Negroes be coming from. Like I I don't know. I don't know. Again, I don't think it's a perfect science, but I also think that you do put out good energy in the world, it does find a way to get back to you. And I think that's not always the case because like you do meet people who are just trying to take advantage or yeah. whatever or don't know what they want and they just hear. <laughs> but I do think generally speaking, like if you do the right stuff, like it does come back around, whether it's through a man or through blessings of just killing a YouTube game or <laughs> stuff like that, it does find some way to come around when it's needed. So, yeah, I mean, I can honestly say, like, I have some really, really, really dope guy friends. I just, mm-hmm. you know, would like a guy friend that is also my man. That's not a lot to ask for. I don't think anyone, <laughs> but apparently it might be a little too much. <laughs> But I mean, it, it is true though. Like I, 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 I feel like I put out good energy and I have been surrounded by really great men from my daddy to like my guy brothers to my, you know, my, my guy friends. I just, you know, just <laughs> maybe I just need to be a little bit more intentional with my prayers. Maybe. Mm, um, very specific. Yeah. So specific. Like, yeah. Dates sure. and everything. Time. Yes. No, see. <laughs> seriously who what when where how why 1 30 p.m today this year i'm going to beat my husband like (laughs) well with that being said we appreciate y'all tuning in this was fun and we know y'all been waiting patiently for this uh but continue to tune in uh be sure to like comment uh share anything you hear from the potty Love to hear your thoughts. We're going to go live about this next week. So please tune in. Details to come. But thank you again. We missed y'all. We're happy to be back. We here. And we back. And we back. And we back. And we back. Thank you, Lord. All right, man. Y'all be safe out here. Good night.